This is the One Up Sales Development Podcast. A podcast made by SDRs or SDRs. This one goes out to all the hustlers on the phones each and every day, slugging it out. If you're new and you need help with cold calling, I got you. Hey, Bob, may I have 27 seconds 27, just to explain the reason for my call? And you can decide if we should continue or not. Personalization with relevancy. I got you. Hey, Bob, I noticed you have a lovely garden and you love to grow plants. Incidentally, what are you doing today to grow your sales team? Overcoming objections. I got you. Hey, Bob, the last thing I like to do is send over information that is irrelevant. To narrow this down, I'd like to ask you a few questions. Would that be all right? How to extract information and make friends with gatekeepers. I got you. Hey Sally, I'm not even sure if Bob's the right person I should be speaking to. Would it be alright if I explain the reason for my call and perhaps maybe you can help? We're in it to win it. Better together. SDRs unite! I'm your host, Jackson Lil. Everyday practitioner. From the front lines for the front lines. to the game, baby. Practice what you preach. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. I would not let other people's opinion bring you down. You really are a hero. And just over time, as I gain, as I realize, oh, I have certain skills in certain areas, then things started to shift for me. You're a bad banana with a greasy black I just tell people to stay in your lane, stay in your lane. And in life, what happens is most people swerve in other people's lanes and they don't focus on their own lane. You're a monster. You're a monster. If you want to, if you want to make a different move, right? Turn on your blinkers, but most people don't turn on the blinker. I mean, I had a lot of people, even friends, that's right, that I had that were like, oh, I don't know what you're doing. And I was like, yeah, I, I know what needs to be done here. I've, I study history. I will watch the people who are successful and this is something that I need to do. I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. No fucking intro needed. This podcast is brought to you by Better Grow, a software consultancy that helps companies reduce churn, increase adoption, and improve revenue generation. So, if you're not confident in your plan to increase revenue by 2021 or in 2021, and by increase I mean renew existing accounts, add new logos, or expand revenue from your sold base, head over to www.bettergrowth.com for your free consultation today. That's www.bettergrowth.com. Merry fucking Christmas. All right. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the One Up Sales Development Podcast. So, all right. So this guy, okay, we, ha- we, ha- we have a big one today, guys. This is a huge, huge star. I uh, Right when I got started in the beginning, too, I've actually been following this guy's content for a pretty long time now. And this guy, he's been in the game. He's born in the game. He's still in the game. And he lives and dies in the game. Man, this guy, you don't know. If you don't know who he is, you will know who he is. And But 9 out of 10, you probably know who he is. So this person 
has been in the sales development world for a very long time. He started from the front lines, for the front lines. He is also the owner of the SDR Chronicles podcast. He is also that sales trainer over at JV Sales. He's that 2X LinkedIn top sales voice. Please give me a warm welcome for the one and only Mr. Morgan J. Ingram. <laughs> hey, you, you have you to have you come on and announce you for every webinar, man. Like that's uh that's that's crazy. That's crazy, man. I love it. I love it. I'm fired up. I'm fired up. <laughs> Morgan, thank you again so much for hopping on, man. You know, I've been yeah, when I first started a while back, man, I've been following you. And I was like, man, this guy, this guy's everywhere, man. I, Spotify, I see him. LinkedIn, I see him. I click on YouTube, I see him. I was like, God damn, G. <laughs> <laughs> hey, consistency, my friend. Consistency. I love it. I love it, man. And that's exactly why I'm so happy for you to come on and share your story and basically got to where you're at today. So uh, welcome to the One Up Sales Development Podcast, Morgan. We're happy to have you. Yeah, happy to be here. Happy to be here. Yeah, all right. So Morgan, without, without further ado, um, you know, everyone knows you, man. If they don't know you, they will know you somehow, some way. They will know you, especially if they're in sales and sales development. How yeah. how did you get to where you at today? Well, the, there's a lot. There's a lot of steps there, right? Um, but let, let's take it back. Like first and foremost, I never wanted to be in sales. Yeah. You know, it was something that it was not an aspiration of mine. Uh, my aspiration was to go be a sports agent. So I graduated with finance and sports management, double major. And what I found out at the end of the day that was beneficial and successful for me is that it's not just focusing on like, hey, going for the money and things of that nature. It's focusing on like what the impact is. So that's originally why I chose it. I was like, oh yeah, Jerry Maguire, show me the money, right? <laughs> like all that stuff. <laughs> and, and then they told me how to go to law school. And I was like, whoa, law school. Like, what? So then I decided, okay, let me take a step back. Yeah. And then after that, then the next step I had to make was what was, what was I going to do next? So I went to a local networking event in Atlanta. And, and from that, what I had to do next was to make a decision on what the next step was going to be. And so from there, I found an SDR role. They're like, Hey, go, go be an SDR, go do all this stuff. I was like, Oh, that, that's really cool. So Cole called the VP of sales, right? So if you're trying to get a job out there, you probably should do your, do the job you're going to get to get the job. That's what I always tell people. And I start off as an SCR. And man, that, that role was super tough. First three months, I was not good at all. Um, I was like, man, this is, this is not going to work out for me. But I stuck to it, got more committed. And then over time, you know, I was able to get those skills. So just, it, just let everybody know, like, if you start off and it's, like, really not panning out for you, it's completely fine. Keep doing your thing. Keep moving. Damn. I love that. Hey, let's, I want us to take a step back and take a stab at that because – that's, that's the problem a lot of SDR and BDRs have nowadays, especially if they start out, especially if they're starting out for the first time and don't know nothing about sales development and that company just rolled it out and they don't really have um, a, a fine set of process and say, let's just say uh, a, a setup for failure, so to say. And they're, they're typically failing, right? Like what, what, what are a few advices you would have for them to like, what, what are a few things they can do to, Number one, see at an early stage and recognize, oh shit, we're, we're slowly falling to a pitfall. And number two, what, what can they do about it? So, so number one is what they're doing if they're having a pitfall? Yeah, like, like, like uh, if, if, if they slowly see something like, oh fuck, this is not gonna happen, it's not gonna work out. SDR, the person I'm reporting to never did the role himself. 
He's just been a VP of sales for a long time. We have no Got SDR it. manager. Don't worry about that. The only person you should worry about is yourself, right? So oh. first and foremost, what, what you should be doing is you, there's so much content on LinkedIn. There's so much content on YouTube and the podcast and the Spotify's of the world. You can create your own outbound things and test it out. So what I would encourage people to do, if you feel like your manager or leader is not giving you hundred percent, okay, that's fine. You know, if you feel like you need that, right, start looking for other organizations, but do what you have to do in the time that you have. So that next step, right, is what are the top reps doing, first and foremost? There probably could be people in your organization that are top reps. And if they're not top reps, reach out to people that are on LinkedIn and get their advice and get their tips. People are willing to help. There's a ton of communities out here that are willing to help and people are asking questions and getting help. So those are things that you should be focused on. And then take the things that you learn and execute. Guys, there's we're listening to this podcast right now. There's other podcasts you can go listen out to there that yeah. have very tactical information and you could go do it. That's, that's how I learned. Like I went and found information. I was like, that's interesting. And then I made it better for me, for me to go out and do it. Right. So think about these things as you're going about it. And that's how you're going to start doing that. So what was number two though, after someone's done that, there was a number two part though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number two. So what can they do about that? Like we um, just mentioned one, but what are a few things they can do about that? And what should they be doing about that? I mean, should they report to upper management? Like, Hey man, shit ain't working out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think you have to understand what this isn't working out means, right? Like, is it the market, right? Is it you, right? Is it, is it really the leadership? There's a lot of factors there, right? Because you could find out that like the market's off, the product's not as good. Right. So these are things you should be doing before to vet out this organization. Right. But let's say you're already in it. Figure out, OK, like, is this a product market fit? Right. Talking to customer success. I always tell people to go do that. Number two is if you are struggling, going to the leader and be like, hey, I'm doing these things and I'm not getting results. What are your, some of your suggestions? It's not just saying, hey, this isn't working out and not showing the documentation. It's like, no, I'm doing these things. I'm not getting the results that I'm looking for, what is going on? And then people are going to have better conversations as well. So those are just things to think about across the board. Damn. I love that. That was amazing, Morgan. You know, because, because think about it, your, your career is on you. It's not on anyone else. It's on you. Yeah. There's, there's nothing stopping you from learning an immense amount of information and executing on it. Nobody's stopping you. So it's ultimately on you. Yeah, sorry for the lag spike there. I think we had a little lag spike, but yeah, you said no, we're good. Yeah, you. I'm here. I'm here. I'm cool, here. cool, cool. Yeah, if you can say it one more time. You said it's all you. All you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. We're back. So all I was saying is yeah. it's all it's all on you at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. Because you can't rely on someone else to to push you. You have to be like, what do I want for myself? And the thing is, once you have then opened that up then you're going to find the opportunities that you're looking for, but you have to make that decision. Damn. Damn. Morgan, I want to dive into a little, this little deeper, man, because that's a yeah, lot of, sure, um, sure. that's a lot of where I see it. A lot of reps that I speak with, so, sometimes they have to struggle. Like they want to say, but they don't want to say it because they're scared. And it's like automatic negative thoughts. How are you able to do it? Like, did you just really just got down and say, you know what? Screw this. The only person that got my back is myself. I got to let them know and then just tell them off the bat. So to your colleague, manager, 
Yeah, like the colleague managers. Yeah, I, I think it's approaching, first of all, you gotta approach the situation towards how does that person like to be talked to, right? Because you might have to talk to people in a completely different way, right? Yeah. So when I have a issue or things of that nature, I say, hey, this is how I'm currently feeling about it. That's how you want to start the conversation. That's key because you're not, proje you're not projecting on them. You're not saying, hey, I think that you're doing this. You don't want to accuse people of something, right? You want to be like, hey, you're doing a terrible job, right? Like, like whoa, like, like, that's a little, it's a little cutthroat, right? But what you want to always do, and this is even for your personal relationships, be like, like, hey, this is how I feel right now. I feel like I'm putting in a lot of work in what I'm doing and I'm not getting these results. And I feel like sometimes that I don't get the guidance that I necessarily need, uh, but this is how I'm feeling. Like, and be like, am I crazy for that or what? Like put it all on your side. It allows for people to open up with you to be like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, like I can help you here. I can do this. That's the really key part because if you put it on someone else, then they're going to feel attacked. But if you put it on you, it shows that you're willing to learn and be more open with individuals. And that's a really critical piece across the board. Wow. Ooh, I love that. Putting it upon yourself has got to be the simplest way to put it. Hey, Morgan, you know, I'm hoping you can help. I'm not sure what's going on here. I just busted out 200 dollars, got two connect rates, and it was all shit. I, have, I don't know what I'm doing, man. Can you help me out? That's got to be the most simplest way. And you yeah. know what? The trouble is a lot of them are scared to ask. How can they break through that barrier, mental side mate, to go out and just let you know? Because a lot of them have ego. They say, nah, man, I got this. Nah, man, it's going to make me look yeah. bad. Nah, man, it's going to be on my rap sheet and they're gonna, I won't get my quarterly bonus. How can they break through yeah. that? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, as humans, you know, at the end of the day, what we want to focus on is finding the answer. Oh shit! You know, like being like, "Yo, I found I found it this in the book, or I found it on a podcast. I did it. This was all me, etc." And like, yeah, like that makes sense because you want the ownership of it. However, the real question you have to ask yourself is, do you want to trip over the obstacles and the hurdles and fall in holes, or do you want to navigate through those and have a guide? Nice. I'd rather have a guide to navigate through the landmines and the obstacles and the holes, I'd rather not fall in them. The problem is most reps are willing to fall in those holes and then they have to create their own ladder to get out of them and keep doing that over and over again. While the person who's just willing to be like, hey, I don't really know what's going on here and to get a guide, that person that does that gets way more respect because they're willing to be like, hey, I don't know. At the end of the day, guys, hey, look, we, no one knows everything. We're all trying to figure it out. Like I'm always still trying to figure things out and, and add different aspects to prospecting and things of that nature. They're just, again, some people are just ahead of you, right? You might be on chapter two, that person might be on chapter 20. However, it might be the same book. So be willing to ask, hey, look, you're already on page 20. Why would you go through the pain of two, three, four, five, right? Just go ahead and ask that person, hey, I'm really struggling with this. Can you help me out? And guys, people are willing to help but the reason that most people don't ever get the help is because they don't ask at the end of the day. So get rid of the ego. Again, your, your ego and you claiming that, hey, this was me, is not going to get you a bonus on your commission. <laughs> if, you, if, you get, if you get advice from someone, you can leverage it and use it and get your own results. Oh, man. Dude, Morgan, that was amazing, man. Yeah. If, that, if that wasn't a price of admission, I don't know what is.
<laughs> this this is why I love you so much, Morgan. Um, like, man, you you have a growth mindset. You know, I I have a growth mindset. I'm constantly trying to learn something new, and if I can't figure it out, I reach out to someone who does know. And you know, I literally see you doing this off the bat constantly. So I want to learn from you because I've been learning from you. Like, how did you start getting to? What what were the things that you did? Uh, what what are the things that you did to get you where you're at today, and really that constant mindset, you know, to constantly just learning and growing, and then to the point where you go, all right, this is what I'm made for. This is what I'm gonna do. If whatever comes up, if this is not aligned with it, fuck it, I'm out. I'm not gonna do it. It's only if if it's aligned. Yeah. With it. You know, you know. What I mean, I recognize, I see that from you too. Like, if someone was to go, hey Morgan, yo, dog, want to hit the club? You'd be like. Hold on, man. This guy didn't do my vision. If it's no, it's like nah. Later, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, how did you? How did you get to key. that mindset? How did oh, you get to the mindset? So, so in terms of mindset, right? You mentioned growth mindset, and yeah. one thing that I saw in a book, it's called John C. Maxwell's The Fifteen Laws of Growth, and one of the laws it talks about is that if you're not growing, you're dying. Oh man. Like thinking about a tree, right? Like if the tree's not growing, then it's dying, right? So it's the same thing here is that if you aren't learning new things and you're not evolving, you're going to get lapped. And so I'm not trying to get lapped, you know? So I'm trying to get lapped. So that's why I'm like, all right, that's why you got to keep running, right? You got to keep doing your thing. So that's in terms of the growth mindset. Now, how you get you have to all go listen to pop go, go read books right these are things from a tacticals perspective that you can go do but you should always be asking for feedback and making sure that you can get better because again new things are coming out weekly daily etc and then in terms of like how do i determine what to do now here's the thing if i need a break right i need that outlet, i'm death go to club right so so there, there's something very important here that that you brought up is that just it's just not all about just working 24 7. however when you make a decision you have to ask yourself like you said is this moving me towards my long-term goal now here's the thing taking two weeks off could take you towards your long goal because you might oh, you man. need that rest right for maybe the next four months to get through like some tough times you know they're about to come up so every single time i make a decision i'm like okay does this help for the long term and again that doesn't always mean that it's doing work or something, things of that nature. It's just a question you have to ask yourself, like, is this helping me long-term? So, hey, I'm gonna go out to the club with my friends. I've been to my friends in about three months. Probably beneficial for me to do that long-term so I can keep these relationships together and I don't turn into a recluse that only works, right? So you gotta ask yourself these questions, the importance of all the actions that you take. I do everything with purpose and I don't do things by mistake. Damn. My man Morgan, man. Straight hot, yeah. come straight out of Atlanta, baby. Straight out of Atlanta. Hey, we, 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 we born yeah. and raised, born and raised in Atlanta. Born and raised, born and raised, born and raised. Oh born man, and raised. Yeah. nice man. That's great stuff, dude. I can tell, like, man, you have you got it, you got it down to the T, man. You know exactly what you want. You know exactly what you need to do. And people who would come up to you, and um, I know for a fact that if some if someone was to come up to you and be like, "Hey, man, you ain't doing shit right," you just be like, "Man, fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, not my, 
that's not my style, but, but at the same time, it's a mindset, right? Like yeah. at the end of the day, like there's a lot of comments out there. There may be people who hate whatever, but at the end of the day, like I really just focus on the people who know me really yeah. well. And I take my feedback and insights from them, but also ultimately it really comes down to results as well. Like if you know, you're bringing results, then if someone says something to you, you know, just as Gary says, like, yo, you don't even know who I am. Like you saw yeah. one post and you got upset. It's like, I had, I can't help you. Right. And I feel bad for those people that have negative comments because honestly, man, I don't even know where people even get the time to do a negative comment. I have zero time to even think about finding someone to then make a negative comment. I think I've only right. left one negative comment in my life and that was for a purpose and a reason. And it was, it was a merited negative comment, but for the most part, <laughs> I don't even know where I even have the time to be like, Oh, let me do a negative comment today. I don't really understand that. Um, what I do is, what I just tell people is just stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Focus on what you focus on. If someone wants to have a conversation with you, cool. But think about it. Like, if you're driving a car, you stay in your lane. If there are other cars next to you, you don't swerve in another lane. And in life, what happens is most people swerve in other people's lanes and they don't focus on their own lane. Stay Ew. in your lane. Do what you got to do. If you want to make a different move right turn on your blinkers but most people don't turn on the blinkers right so that that's really how i see it like i just stay in my lane i know what i need to go do and those results and all those things of that nature damn i love that man you know morgan you're absolutely right like and i i, I i'll give you a brief example too i remember when i first just launched out you know episode one of sales development conference right like People were laughing at me and I like, and these are like my relatives, you know, like, ha ha, I got a podcast. What the fuck are you doing? Da, da, da. It's like, they didn't see the vision. It's like, you know, throughout times, like, man, it's fucking tough. And I'm sure you went through it too. You received criticism, but you kept going. Like, how did you keep moving forward? How do you keep moving forward when on your end? I think you have to look at other people who had to go through the same thing. Right. So I, I watched interviews with the rock i've watched interviews with gary vanderchuk right so there's also a lot of other people out there that you could watch and you know they made they got made fun of originally right and so once you read those things and you watch those videos you realize that everyone goes that process and ultimately what you have to understand is when people make fun of you for something it's because they themselves don't believe that they can do what you're doing so it it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. They might have tried to ask for, they believe that they can't do that. So they believe it's absurd, which makes sense. That's their belief level. However, if I have a belief level, I can go do more then I will go do it because that is my belief. However, we can't let other people's beliefs project into us because we know what we're supposed to do. Right. In terms of sales, life, just general, right? Like I would not let other people, opinion bring you down when you know hey look this is what i need to do that's a core resource right someone's like yeah i got three million subs on youtube and they're giving you feedback on videos that's something you should take seriously but if someone doesn't have a youtube channel right <laughs> they're giving you feedback on it and they're like oh i never <laughs> would do that well yeah you would never do it cool but like this is this is what i'm gonna go do right so yeah i mean i had a lot of people even friends friends right that i had that were like oh i don't know what you're doing and i was like yeah i, I know what needs to be done here i've I study history. I will watch the people who are successful and this is something that I need to do. And it's led to a good path so far. <laughs> My man, Morgan Morgan, <laughs> hey man, I got to hit you off the bat. Yeah. So 
You're at Jay Barrels, super successful, mm-hmm. SDR Chronicles, off the hook, YouTube channel, boutique. What's next for you, man? Because I, I simply see if you want to roll out, do your own thing, you know, <laughs> Morgan Ingram uh, sales training, I think you have the ability to do so. What's next for you? Is this something that you're like, oh, you know, I can't, you know, I don't want to ruin a relationship. You know, Jay Barrow's a highly respectable guy, but you, what's next for you is what I'm asking. Um, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and if, if you're not comfortable, it's not something you're not supposed to talk about, it's okay, you don't have to, but I, what's next for you, man? For, yeah, for me, for, for me, you know, one of the things that I'm passionate about is esports. I really want to get back into esports. I did a company back in college and I hosted video game tournaments on college campuses and that was something like really awesome for me to do. And I want to get back into that lane. You know, gaming is something that I'm very passionate about. I've gotten back into gaming uh, due to the quarantine. So that's, that's been really cool. <laughs> and I want to get back into that community. I think there's a lot of great stuff happening there. Um, I know Drake's involved in the community. There's a ton of, there's a ton of sports teams that are involved in the community. And there's a lot going on. So I want to be involved and I want to figure it out. I don't know exactly what that is. And then also I want to get more into live streaming. So I've been doing a lot of live streams on LinkedIn Live. However, there's a ton of other platforms to do live streaming and I'm going to start getting more into that. So what is what is next per se? There's a, there's a lot, right? There's a lot of things that are on top of my mind. However, those are two things that I've been focused on. But I know esports is an industry I definitely will transition to at some point because I'm really passionate about it. Nice. Nice. I love it. Esports, or perhaps maybe you know, working at a tech and SaaS company that serves esports, maybe, or is that? I don't know. Who knows? I mean, who knows? Like, there's a ton. There's a ton there. Like, <laughs> you, like you can help people, help brands with sponsorships, right? There's a ton of things you can do on that side. I'm still learning about it every single day and asking questions. But yeah, man, that that's something that I'm very, very passionate about. And I've been super blessed and fortunate to do a lot of stuff in sales development. And most people know me, know me for that. But esports is something I'm very passionate about. And I've been posting a good amount of just gaming content lately because like, like that's just been on, my, on top of my mind just because that's something that I'm really passionate about. Nice, nice, nice. Sports. Hey, um, not sure if you're familiar, but uh, Chili Piper had the AE of the year. Um, are, are you familiar with that individual? He used to work at uh, G2 Crowd, and he's now at – talking about Danny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. D- Danny Reed? Danny. Yeah. I think he, I, he's not – I don't think he's at Chile right now. I think he's at – it might be another organization. But, yeah, I know yeah, Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D- D- Danny Reed. Uh, I actually had him on a pod not too long ago, too. He was – um, yeah. well, he won AE of the year from Chili Piper. Uh, but oh, he, oh, from he, Chili yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's actually a huge sports guy, too, I think. Um, you know, maybe you guys could probably connect with that. We've, ch- we've, sure we've, ch- we've chopped it up. We've chopped it up about esports multiple times. Uh, we, yeah. I remember last when we could go to events. Uh, we were in Chicago and we <laughs> talked about it for like an hour and a half because I didn't I didn't know that he was like that. I was like, oh yeah, dude, let's chop let's chop it up about it. It was cool. So it was a good conversation. Nice, nice. There it is, man. There it is, <clears throat> Morgan. Just before we wrap things up, man, um, there's a few things I want to ask you real quick. But uh, for the respect yeah. of your time, how how are we doing on time, real quick? Just to we're good, we're good. Okay, I I want to I want I want to get to know you a little bit more personally, like like. Uh, born and raised in Atlanta, like what was your childhood like, man? Would you just go to school normally? Um, what did that look like for you? Yeah, so mom and dad still married, two younger brothers, and I went to a private school, so it was called Great Atlanta Christian School. So I was a posh boy. <laughs> we had to wear a uniform <laughs> and everything. Yeah, dude. You still have the, <laughs> Hey, you still have the uniform today? Uh, yeah. it's <laughs> my parents' house. 
I'm just kidding. It's not my, my, par- my parents' house. I will never wear that ever again. But yeah, no, I went to a private school. Uh, so that taught me a lot of different things, you know, seeing Mercedes Benz and beat like all that stuff, like in, co- and not in college, but in high school, like to see that is just crazy. Like looking yeah. back on it. So yeah, some people had Porsches. It was crazy. People were like money, money. Right. And Damn. yeah. So, so I, in middle school and elementary played a lot of games. Uh, then I, I still played a lot of games, but then I got into sports and played basketball. So I did, I did sports like track, basketball, et cetera. So I was into that. Oh, nice. And, and yeah, you know, nothing in terms of like really crazy in terms of childhood, no insane story. You know, we didn't live in a, the best of neighborhoods. However, that, that I always am thankful in my upbringing because of how my parents raised me. And also it, it, you have a hunger when you're not just born right into everything. So I, yeah. I, I appreciate that fact that like there's the hunger there, right? And yeah. yeah, I mean, but nothing crazy in terms of the upbringing. I, I stayed in Georgia for, I've been in Georgia my, like 99% of my life. I went to Auburn for a year and a half, but that's the only time that I lived outside of here, but that's pretty much it. Cool. Cool. For sure, man. Thanks for sharing. Appreciate that. Yeah. I'm always curious to like, you know, when, when I, when every people are like at where you're at, like, I always want to figure like, you know, what did your childhood look like? Like, yeah you know did, or did you guys face some adversities or is it just normal but i guess it's not too bad right i mean you went it to wasn't private school, crazy so, the, yeah. the the adversity thing was the fact that i always felt like i was never <clears throat> the top of the class or never number one in something so in basketball i never was like number one in class i wasn't never ever number one so i always felt like an underdog in everything that i did i never was like the number one at something or the top at something or whatever it is so i always faced just that adversity of like never being enough in that way and yeah. then just over time as i gained as i realized oh i have certain skills in certain areas then things started to shift for me school was just never i was okay at it but it never was something i was excited about like i just was in class being like all right whatever so yeah good though hey yeah. let's talk about school real quick you mentioned you uh you double majored right like finance and stuff yeah um, finance and sports management did, did you did you finish like right at the four year dot or did it take a little bit longer? Four years. So I I I finished in four years. So I had a double yeah. major and I also got a minor as well. I did yeah. a lot of summer classes, which that was the smartest move of all time, by the way, is to take summer classes. Like yeah. to be in college during the summer and taking classes, you could just hang out and chill. It was, it was a really good move. Um, but yeah, I graduated in four years. Didn't take the the lap year, or I didn't I didn't graduate early. I decided to get it done four years. It was, a, it, was a fun, it was a fun time. You know, college teaches you a lot about social dynamics, for sure. Yeah. Did you play any sports, too, when you're, during that time when you do, like, the double major? I did, I did, I did intramural basketball. So we won intramural basketball championship when I was, when I was oh, there. Oh, uh, Yeah. So at, at Auburn, at Auburn, yeah. We, yeah. We won at Auburn, so that, that was cool. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, flag football, we did end up winning it. We had a good squad. We ended up winning it. We had a, we, we were really vibing there. But, yeah, man, all good stuff across the board. Hey, so you've been playing ball for a long time, right, like prior to college? Uh, were you, like, playing high school and stuff too? Just play with the Yeah, boys? so I played in high school. So I played in high school. We won two state championships back-to-back. Damn. Okay, yeah. so I'm bored and high school two-stage. Now, was, yeah. there, was there a point in time where you, like, just, you know, kind of like became captain or like you got a, there's new member come in you're just watching them showing them some techniques senior senior year is when i was the captain i wasn't the best player on the team uh we, we played with malcolm brogdon who's in the nba now so if you Damn. Him, yeah yeah I, I, yeah 
Yeah, I guarded, I guarded him. I guarded him every single day. So yeah, so Malcolm's in the NBA now. I I, I had the, the I guess the, the privilege to guard him. So I wasn't the best player on the team, but I was the captain on the team. Uh, and being a senior and learned a lot of leadership skills there, and that was really cool. And I ended up I ended up I didn't start at the beginning of the season, but I ended up starting towards the end of the season. So it, that that wow. year to me just was the significance of growth and why it's important to continuously work on yourself and know that hey like there's always an opportunity when you get it and that's what i that's what i learned during that time dude i love that i love that damn Auburn won a championship high school twice captain uh yeah how, how did you end up at jay barrel's training like just how, how did you end up there yeah i mean it was because i got found on youtube you know i was i was posting youtube oh, con- content and john found it on youtube and he was like oh yeah that's that's someone i would like to have on my team and reached out to me we had a conversation and then you know now i've been in this role so it's it's nice. really cool nice 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 man morgan just before we wrap things up here <clears throat> um you train thousands of people man hundreds hundreds yeah. you know hundreds 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 <laughs> <laughs> Out of your experience coming in, training out on us, you're you're you gotta have a keen eye. You're you're bound to pick up something. And once you see something, you recognize this person's gotta be trained this way. This person learns this way. This guy's more visual. This guy's more nice. Hold their hand on the front line, teaching them. Like when it comes to down to like when it comes to sales training, what would you say is one of the most important factor for that individual that's trying to learn to be successful on implementing what you're teaching them? It's simple. I tell people in every training that when you take a training, you either going to take a ton of notes, either you're too cool, right? You might take one or two notes. It really doesn't matter. The whole thing I tell people is that like coming out of this training, I want you to do one, two or three things. That's it. The reason that most people don't get stuff out of training is because they don't execute on the information that they have. (laughs) <laughs> but, but, but because it's like 84% of the people I think when they go through training they forget it right yeah so how do you rem- like think about a podcast right think about oh, a webinar you go on people get fired up and they don't do it so I say hey guys look like here's the information you have to go execute this if you don't execute it then that it ultimately right is going to be something that you're gonna have to relook at and then try to do it again so I tell people hey pick one two or three things that, to write down and and then go execute on that information so then you can get the results you're looking for. And, and that's, that's how I tell people to go after because I, yeah. I do a lot of stuff. Like I, do, I show visuals, I give you formulas, I do mock cold calls in the middle of the training. I have a lot of different things I do to touch every single type of learner. However, I say at the end, put it in the chat. What are the one, two, three things that you learned from this? And let's go execute. Because if you don't execute, then ultimately, right, all the information that you had, that you got is, is for no reason. And I tell people that because like, Right, just because you know it doesn't mean that it's gonna help you out. So you gotta be able to do it. There it is. There's the winning formula. Execution. Dude, um Morgan, are are you uh familiar with a guy named Jim Quick, known as the brain guy, brain head guy, Asian? Yes, yes, I do, I do. Uh I'm a big huge fan of Jim Quick, and he says there's a learning curve, but there's also a forgetting curve. Have you heard about that at all? I haven't heard that piece. Okay, uh, so Jim Quick says, I'm just going to say for the record, uh, he says the, for, the forgetting curve says that mm. no matter what, when you consume all this content, um, if you don't execute within 48 hours, you lose 80% of it, 80%. Mm. And everything that you would just teach them, they don't execute it, 
notes or whatever, um, like top of the mind, they will lose 80% of that. So I thought that was really um, interesting. I just tied into uh, what you're doing. And I really believe you do such a great job. It's because you've been doing it since high school, baby. You were the captain. You were training. You were guarding. You told him how it was done. You've been mm-hmm. a coach. And you're coaching till this day. Hunnets. Hunnets. We have Adams on this podcast. <laughs> I love it. I oh, love man. It. <laughs> Morgan, um, just to wrap it up here, man. A um, few things. Uh, you know, if there's anyone you want to give a shout out to, um, please do so. And if there's someone on here listening, they want to reach out to you, say, Morgan, this episode helped me out, man. What's the best way to reach out to you? Yeah, man. Uh, and, I pre- and I appreciate these questions. I appreciate this vibe here. So I want to yeah. give a shout out to Ralph Barcy. Uh, Ralph Barcy is the person who wrote the blog post about an SDR should create a YouTube channel. And I ended up being that SDR who created it. So, you know, I wouldn't oh. be here today without that post. So give him a shout out just because we're here on the podcast. And then if you want to get in contact with me, I'll, I'll say LinkedIn. However, I'm at the 30K limit. And that's not me just. Damn, saying, son. <laughs> That's not me to show off. Like I legit can't accept anyone, and I and I oh, and I hate saying it because like I shit. I legit can't accept anyone. Like it's LinkedIn, so don't blame me. Oh, um, that's crazy. Saying oh look at me, it, I I legit can't accept anyone else. So if you want to reach reach to me, uh, go to Twitter at Morgan Jinger. Nice, 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 Morgan. Thank you so much. And you know what? Actually, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I've got one question. So if there's a new SDR and BDR listening right now, they just got in the game. What's one advice you can give them? so that they can execute on to become better than who they, who they were yesterday. Go listen to all your case studies and go read your testimonials and truly understand your buyer. Like everything we, everything that you're going to hear doesn't really matter until you understand the buyer. So go listen to the case studies, go read the blog posts, go ask, ask clients, like get an understanding of the buyer and then you're going to be way more prepared to have the conversations. Nice. Morgan J. Ingram, thank you again so much for hopping on the One Up Self Development Podcast, man. We truly appreciate you. This was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.